What's up guys and welcome back to the podcast. Hope we're all doing very, very well. Um, I have a a cold can of Monster right beside me and I'm going to do the pleasure of uh, opening it for you guys, so bear with me. That was weird. Um, hope we're all doing well anyway. Um, welcome back to, I want to say, 100, episode 111 of the podcast. I'm moving my keyboard out of the way because my microphone's right beside my face. Um, before we get into the podcast, as always, to anyone listening who would love to work with me one-to-one online, uh, you can head over to www.coachbadan.com. Um, I guess I really fans be like, oh, this podcast is sponsored by Coach Badan, but that would just sound really cringy. Um... I don't know why I didn't make this episode sooner. Um, it's a topic I bring up quite frequently, especially when talking about weight loss, and that is my own weight loss journey. Um, for those of you who don't know, back in 2017, I wanted to put 110 kilos, which is like the heaviest I've ever really been. For someone who was, you know, throughout his teen years, been around kind of the 65-ish kilo mark, and then, you know, a few years in the gym, Got up to about 85 kilos. Um, 110 was a big one for me. And it was a spooky place to get to. Um, like, I wasn't the the biggest, chubbiest guy going. But, like, it, it, it certainly wasn't the nicest feeling ever. And from that point, I did lose about 25 kilos. Um, I went from 110 kilos to about 85 kilos. And in this podcast, I want to run through how I actually lost 25 kilos. And kind of, obviously... We're going to go over the basics, but kind of how I did it. And then towards the end of the podcast, I want to kind of go through what I would have done differently. Should I have gone back to that position then? Um, to, I suppose, to give you guys some education as to how you can kind of help yourself in that position, but also from someone who's been there, who's got out of that kind of situation, kind of what I would have done differently um, looking back now. So, for a bit of backstory. So, all throughout my teen years, I was quite a lanky kid. Like, I've been six foot one now since I was about 15 years old. And I remember back, jeez, I don't know, we yawn now. I'm actually really tired this morning, so forgive the yawn. <sighs> there we go. Um, hence the monster. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers the ice bucket challenge, when that was a thing. Um, but I recorded a video of myself doing the ice bucket challenge. And it... It kind of freaked me out a little bit to kind of see how kind of thin how tall I was. Like I think I was around sixteen at the time, or fifteen or sixteen at the time. And I was kind of like getting to the point where I was kind of noticing my body, noticing muscles, noticing beer guys, checking people out on YouTube, like you know Rob Lips and Steve Cook, those kind of people who who had pretty well developed physiques. And I was like, do you know what? Well, I, I do kind of want that myself. And I felt a bit insecure about it. So once I turned sixteen, I joined the gym. And I was training pretty consistently. Didn't have a great idea what I was doing. Um, but I was progressing. I was lifting more. I knew the basics. Eat protein. Get enough calories and train. But like, I wasn't really tracking. Um, I, wasn't had, I didn't have a set train program. I kind of see what Steve Cook was doing on the YouTube channel. Like, I'm like, ooh, I'll just do that then. Or see what Lips was doing. I was like, oh, cool. I'll just download his like push-pull-leg workout and, and just do that and see what happens. And like, it was it was kind of two or so years of just kind of like just kind of fake it till you make it kind of way um anyway quick sip first um so fast forward to 2017 um 19 years old at this point and i could be in powerlifting 
uh, one of my friends I used to train with, uh, Josh, was quite a strong human being and he had a very kind of powerlifting-esque kind of way of training and I got into a two, I really enjoyed it and I signed up for a powerlifting meet um, in 2017, the Leinster Open in Glasnevin in Ab's gym and I won my flight, which was pretty cool, but like I was 80, I think I weighed in 88 kilos, I was a bit, I was a bit bigger than usual for that competition there and then I was obviously when I started um and I was in a position where I was quite happy quite confident quite healthy quite strong I think I pulled like a 230 deadlift I think 190 squat like 100 something kilo but I have no idea to be really honest it was five years ago at this point now um a little over five years ago now um but like I felt pretty good you know like confidence was through the roof I was so happy in myself you know and I kind of did what I said to do now a little bit of backstory on that. So I had a really strong deadlift. Like to, to today, I still do have quite a strong deadlift in comparison to everything else. Um, but my form was a bit shoddy back in the day. Um, there was one day where I was in the in the my college in UCD gym when I was training, and I did a two forty kilo deadlift, and I felt something go in my lower back. When I tried to pull a two forty kilo deadlift, I, I I missed by about I stepped three inches, dropped the bar, my back went. Waddled to the car, went home, job done. Two weeks later, um, I was training, I was doing some rack pulls, and my back completely went. I was lying down on the floor of a UCD gym, like, feeling like I was absolutely crippled, couldn't really walk. The 30-second walk from the gym to my car turned into, like, a 5- or 10-minute walk. It was ridiculous. And it turned out I, have two, I had two bulging discs in my lower back. My L4 and my L5 were protruding, pressing against the sciatic nerve, which kind of runs down your legs. Um, so if I sat for a long period of time or didn't really do anything, it would be a tremendous amount of pain. But because this was still quite fresh and like building up over a period of time like it was miserable it was fucking agonizing um a really really not fun time like it's actually funny i mentioned this now like at least once a year or so i'll it'll kind of come back and flare up a little bit maybe just a very heavy kind of very far take instead of deadlifts or whatever it is and that happened to me last week um i went for 170 kilo deadlift from nine reps i got it but my back's a little dicky since then um actually recording this right now my back is still quite sore from that so it is that time of the year where it will be quite sore but sure, look it happens we manage it we do the best we can now when it was fresh i couldn't really do anything leg training wise and because i was quite a weak upper body strong lower body kind of guy i kind of lost my love and my motivation for the gym um it, it wasn't a good time i couldn't really i couldn't run i couldn't do much i, I coached hockey at the time but you know, i couldn't really move half the time i could walk but not too much and because I was going to train off body, I got a bit bored. So it got to a point where I just kind of stopped training altogether. Um, but I didn't stop eating. That's one thing I didn't do. Now, that competition was in January. August, I went on a holiday to Spain um, with a man Elliot. And I, yeah, there's a picture of me that I post quite regularly jumping into a pool. I was 110 kilos jumping out of a pool. And I saw the picture, it was a screenshot of me on a video, and I was like, holy shit, I felt a bit insecure, felt a bit shit, and I, I, I pretty much went around the rest of that holiday in a hoodie. Um, wasn't good feels. Like, 35, 40 degree Marbella in August in a hoodie. Um, it's not a very nice feeling. Um, the heat, first of all, but actually just the mental side of things, are kind of like, I just feel like I'm not enjoying this holiday as much because I'm wearing a hoodie the whole time. It wasn't very nice. Like this, time I went to a water park and I kind of took my fucking top off there because the water park and I felt a bit shit. And it was just, I I noticed massively that my confidence was stripped well back after getting to a really 
nice peak after years of work six months beforehand. And so it made me, again, I, all that kind of confidence, that happiness, the health I felt like I had gotten had just been completely taken away from me. And it just felt a bit grim, to be brutally honest. So it got to the point when he got home, um, a, a lot of kind of personal stuff happened family-wise around that time as well, in kind of late 2017. It's um, also kind of when I dropped out of college. So I went to went back to got the job out of college went to P, P, pt school and started working as a pt but in that time of kind of seeing that picture in august and graduating in april I, I, I lost 25 kilos and i kind of want to run through how i did that so first things first like a long time i passed this point here and i was able to lift some amounts of weight um so the first thing i did we're going to break this down between training, activity, and diet. Because they are the three things. No matter who, it's not like I had things that are completely different that no one else will ever do to lose weight. Like, what I did to lose weight is probably what a lot of people do to lose weight. So, when it comes to training, right? So, bear in mind, I had gone quite a long period of time without training. Or at least without training consistently. No real structure. No real plan. And... Obviously, I was going to PT school. So, I was fucking, like, I was in a gym like twice a week with all that and so the first thing I did was like right well I need to get back to training consistently it was the first thing I kind of identified like I need to do this really really consistently right and I was like well what's the best way of doing something consistently and just to enjoy yourself so I looked at the gym I was like right what do I really enjoy well one thing I really liked was deadlifts but like I had a bit of a mental block with deadlifts just from you know everything was back so I kind of went back into it, but really fucking light. So, this is someone who was deadlifting. Um, uh, sorry, I'm going to call there for my dad. I'm going to hang that up there now. Um, I was deadlifting about, like, I, my, my best deadlift before that was 237.5 kilos. Like, that was insane. Um, I was now back RDLing 40. And it was just enough that I could bear. It was still a bit of pain, but it was just more than I could bear. But I really liked it. And it was a consistent rebuild from that 40 kilos. Like, I'm now deadlifting 170 for nine. I could do 180. I could probably hit 200 kilo deadlift for, for a couple. Do you know what I'm going to But I was like, right, if I want to do training, I want to enjoy myself. So I brought RDLs back into it. I fucking loved it. And I just made sure the plan I was following was a plan I enjoyed. Because if you enjoy what you're doing, you're going to do it really consistently. And if you do anything consistently, you're going to get very good at what you're doing. And you're going to see progress in that thing. So the first thing I just made sure I enjoyed my training. Um, like, there was a bit of structure, of course. Obviously, I was going through my, my PT course, so I, well, I did have a decent understanding of kind of how to program, how to do all the, those fun bits and pieces. So, I, um, I, I gave myself some means of structure there, which was great, you know? The second thing I did was look at my activity, you know? Obviously, in that time beforehand, you know, there wasn't, I couldn't really run, do much. I could walk short, short events that are fucking killing my back. But, like, what I could do at this point was I could walk a lot. I could be a very active human being. So I was like, right, training-wise, listen, I'm not nearly where I was, but, like, I can walk as much as I fucking need to. So let's just really double down on that and just move as much as I fucking can. And so, like, I'd make it a point, like, daily. I was like, right, let's start simple. Let's start, like, 6,000 steps, you know? Oh, God damn, not 10,000 steps. What are you talking about? How can you not do 10,000 steps? I didn't do 10,000 steps because it hurt to do 10,000 steps. I couldn't do it. So I did what I could do. I hurt myself. I did 6,000 steps. 
And then after a couple weeks of doing that, I did 7,000 steps. And then eight and nine, I think it got to a point where I was doing between 15 and 16,000 steps a day. Like to this day right now, I will probably clock in about 15, 16,000 steps a day from the habits I developed five years ago, from looking to lose my weight. And like, it's one thing like I think stands me right now. Like, listen, like personally right now, I'm quite, I'm the heaviest I've been in quite a long time right now. Um, and it's slowly coming down. Um, but like, I look at the habits I'm growing back then, you know, train how I enjoy. I hit about 15, 16 steps a day. Like it makes everything else really fucking easy to do so i looked into my steps i was like right i want to make sure i'm knocking out x amount of steps and do what i can when i hurt myself and like i think one of the biggest issues people kind of face themselves or give themselves is kind of like they find it hard to hit that number because they try to hit it in one big go which is just the silliest thing you can do like i'd be breaking these 15 16 steps into like one big walk in the morning you know do my thing obviously my job is quite active in the evening i go for another walk again if i could find time if i was bored i'd just go for a walk and to this day still, one thing I'll do for, if it's get a bit of headspace to de-stress, or just because I'm bored, I'll just go for a walk. Like, my number one thing to do when I'm bored is go for a walk. I have a lot of time free today, so I'm walking down to a coffee shop to get a coffee, then walking to the gym, then walking home. Why? Because I've just, I've ingrained habits that, like, make me more of a walker right now. Obviously, I will be lazy sometimes, and I'll go for a drive, but I'll really drive, the gym's a 20-minute walk from mine, but I'll drive the gym just from a work point of view. Those extra 40, 50 minutes of walking kind of eat into the workday quite a lot, so... It's a case of like between finding time to sleep and do this and that. I, I just drive down to the gym or at least now I cycle because I have a bike. Um, so walking was a big one for me. Again, like the majority of calories we expend will be outside the gym. So if we can make sure that they're as high as we can get them, you know, the stepwise side of things, you know, weight loss can be significantly easier. Um, the last thing I would do is just not be a dick with my diet. Um, again, over that time where I gained a lot of weight, I, you know, I just really a piece of food, you know, I, like, one habit I got into, um, when it came to kind of gaining weight, went from such skinny boys, like, I'd finish the day with an oven pizza, you know, no matter what calories is on, 600 calories of, from, or 700 calories from pizza, half a day's job done, do you know, and, like, it worked to bulk up, but it also helped to put on a lot of unnecessary body fat, listen, I'm, 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 I'm I know what I'm doing now, but fuck me back the day before I was a PT, I had no fucking clue, um, and it's about kind of these, like re- pulling back those kind of habits, those bad habits that kind of got me to where I was from a health point of view, to to a to a fitness point of view, to a training, like a muscular point of view, strength point of view. But when I removed training, it kind of led me to more body fat gaining point of view, which wasn't ideal. So I threw kind of put in new habits, which wasn't the easiest thing ever. So you know, diet wise, I, I slashed my calories initially. I went to about two thousand calories, which at the time was a lot lower than I actually needed and it was really hard and unstable like i go up here to hit 2000 calories a day and then do a big binge in the weekend and go back to it but i i i got to a point where i was just going stupid low during the weekend to the point where no matter how high i went up during the weekend it it, it would come down and looking back now it's probably the worst way i could have done it um and just isn't sustainable long term thank god i being a fucking PT because I had a bit more sense in myself, you know, as a PT, I was teaching about five, six classes a week, walk around the gym, do about 20, 30,000 steps a day, literally every day, Monday to Friday with clients. So it made my life really easy. So those are the three biggest things I did. Um, another thing I had was patience. Like, listen, I wasn't the smartest lad back then in terms of how to actually do this, um, but I did have a lot of, like a shit ton of patience. Um, like it took me from about that August, um, August, January, August, sorry, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, five, six, seven, eight. But eight months to get down to that point there. That was kind of when I finished my PT course in April, and that's when I weighed, I weighed in at eighty-five kilos. Like that's eight months to get twenty-five kilos down, and like I probably could have done it a little sooner. I probably could have done five, six if I 
really didn't take the piss. Now, 25 kilos, something wrong. 25 kilos in eight months is by no means bad. Um, but again, looking at how unsustainable I got there, it was just by chance that I kind of maintained it just with how active a job as a PT I had and kind of, as I kind of made it through the ranks as a PT and all that fun stuff there, like I kind of copped on a little bit. Um, and the support I had around me, like it was huge. Like, you know, my family and like my friends, all this fun stuff there. Like I wasn't super open about it, but like they kind of, I feel like they kind of knew um, and I was kind of trying to pull it down. So it was all good there. Now, looking back, what would I have done differently? Um, and there's one big thing and it's it's gonna sound really obviously biased but it's it's literally why i do what i do now and looking back differently i would have gotten a coach why because it would have significantly reduced the time to get me where i was to where i wanted to be um i would have had a shit ton of structure i wouldn't be stressing about is this working is that working i'm like no well, no it's gonna work because this person does this for a fucking living you know, I'd have a much easier kind of way of kind of, of getting to where I want to be. Um, I have someone looking out for me, someone to keep me supported. I have a lot more structure, support, guidance. Um, there'd be no guesswork either. Um, and just knowing how much of a improvement that made to me physically, mentally, and I'm not one of those PTs like, oh, I can help you with mental health. But for me, it was, it was a good thing for the head. Um, you know, and... In doing that, I was like, well, it's made me feel pretty damn good about myself. Um, I, I feel like I look kind of good. I've got some 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 good definition. i got some good muscles. i got some veins popping out where I didn't have veins beforehand. You know, and I feel confident as hell. So I'm like, I want to give that to other people too. And it's kind of one of the main reasons I kind of became a coach, do you know? Um, so, like, it may sound like I'm trying to sell my shit by saying that, but, like, it's literally why I do what I do. It's not like I'm saying that to to get more clients I'm saying it because like that's literally why I do what I do I do what I do because it led me to become the happiest healthiest most confident version of me I can be and I credit a lot of what I've done a lot of my successes to that not that I'm like the most successful person going but like you know I'm I'm in pretty good nick you know I'm strong I'm lifting weights in the gym I've got a bit of muscle mass on me um I've run a half marathon about a month ago um I'm training for a marathon in June um you know and a lot of work things i do i I attribute a lot of that to the to the confidence i have from just what i what i did to myself to myself my health my wellness my my head that kind of side of thing so yeah like to anyone listening to this who is going through weight loss phase you're doing your own that's fine absolutely nothing wrong with that and you absolutely can but if you want like the best of the best results possibly can you want to get there and it means that you know you can enjoy you can stick with you can sustain and most importantly when you've wrapped up that weight loss journey you can maintain it for the rest of your fucking life um if you do want that i would highly 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 recommend working with a coach and if you'd like to work with myself you can head over head over i can't speak you can head over to www.coachpadan.com um you can dm me on instagram at coachpadan or you can email me dan reese personal training at gmail.com let me know what you want to do what are your goals what what have you tried before and what hasn't worked why you've come to me and, and we'll get the ball rolling um i would absolutely love to work with you if you're listening to this podcast you have supported for the last 111 episodes um you know i feel like i definitely good fit for you so there's no harm in getting in touch you know you've nothing to lose but everything to gain is what i always say you know either i'm not a good fit for you and you're like i don't want to work with you dan that's fine or you know we work together we see incredible progress you become a brand new human being 
and yeah yeah you get the the feeling i got from from achieving what i got and it, it is a great feeling and it's it's something i've helped a lot of people with in the past currently and obviously in the future and i'd love to help you too so if you are interested um get in touch through how i mentioned beforehand um and if you want to let me know that you've come from, directly from this podcast just um literally message me saying you know podcast just send me saying podcast i know exactly what you're talking about um but yeah listen i hope you've enjoyed that hope that was at all in some way valuable um if you're on spotify or, or, or itunes be sure to give it a five star rating um i'm sure you, i know you, you can like subscribe to the podcast or follow the podcast on spotify so if you want to do that absolutely go for it have a great day have an amazing week and uh, we'll chat really really soon